0: Pick your Bibles up and wave them around. Make Jesus glad and the devil mad. And let's say this together. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I've come here tonight not just to celebrate, but I'm hungry for the Word of God. I stir myself up to remain hungry and thirsty for more, more of your spirit, more of your power, more of your glory. That's my prayer in Jesus' name I believe I've received. Amen. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 10 tonight. And I'm going to share a message entitled, Payday Has Come. How many of you are glad to think about payday has come? Well, let me give it to you out of God's Word. Hebrews 10, verse uh, 35. Cast not, therefore, away... Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. You know, the amplifier says, don't fling it away. (laughs) Like a frisbee. (laughs) Don't fling it away. He said, for you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, everybody say, just a little while. For yet a little while he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back. Everybody say that's not me. Amen. If any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And then Galatians chapter 6 James shared this this morning it says in verse 7 be not deceived God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary. See, here's that idea again. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. If we don't draw back if we don't cast away our confidence, we shall reap if we faint not. As we therefore have opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them that are of the household of faith. Payday has come. You know, uh, verse 35 in Hebrews, it says, don't Cast away your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Recompense. Has great recompense. Not just recompense, has great recompense. So what does recompense mean? Well, it means to repay. In other words, it means payback. To repay means you lost something. Are you with me now? to return in kind, to requite. Requite, that's kind of a 25 cent word. What does that mean? Well, requite means to make retaliation for. (laughs) You know, we're not to do that. We're not to try to get back at people, but guess who will? Guess who will get back on the devil? That's the main thing he's going to get back on. He's going to get back on the devil. So, he to make retaliation for us, to avenge us, amen. That's what it means to requite. I don't know about you, but I kind of like the idea of the devil getting paid back and us, you know, having payday. Everybody say, it's payday for the righteous. Payback for, Pay for, for the devil. So, you know, uh, I was studying this. Jeremiah, let's tur- turn back to Jerry. You know, he's kind of a stern dude, you know, when you meet him in heaven. You... Jeremiah 51. He said this about the Lord. How many of you think he knew something about the Lord? Jeremiah 51, 56. Because the spoiler is come upon her, even unto Babylon. Well, let's t- go to verse 55. Because the Lord hath spoiled Babylon and destroyed out of her the great voice, when her waves do roar like great waters, the noise of their voice is uttered, because the spoiler is come upon her, even unto Babylon. And her mighty men are taken, every one of their bows is broken, for or because the Lord God of recompenses shall surely requite. So he revealed God as the God of recompenses. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I look at all the evil that's going on, and I know Psalm 37 says that, you know, that uh, you know, they shall soon wither as the grass, you know. They'll be cut down as the grass, wither as the green herb. Don't fret because of evildoers. But, you know, you just constantly read and see these people that constantly do evil and seemingly never pay for it. But guess what? We're looking in the short term. God is a God of recompenses. Right. He's the God of justice and he's the God of judgment. Amen. Yes. He's going to retaliate. Right. And He's going to see to it that there's a payback Amen. for them, a payback, and for us, a, lot, a payday because why because we're not casting forth our confidence we're holding on by faith amen everybody say it's payday for the faithful payback for the devil that's just a simple message i want to give you and paydays come see i just really do believe that revelation that we've received recently about i preached on the last two weeks on sunday morning be sure and get the message be sure uh, it's on youtube already uh what I preached this morning. And uh, if you weren't here, make sure you hear it because we all want to be on the same page together. I want all of us to trust God together about these things because it's important for the church to receive its payday. It's going to take a whole lot of money to reap this final harvest. I just think about just the missionaries. Of course, Brother Mark, we don't have to talk about him. He's flying everywhere. He's writing books He's going everywhere, and so we're a big part of his ministry, and and financially, and we sow a lot of seed that direction. I'm so glad that we've got the best that we're partnering with. But I I just see that that's not going to be enough going forward. We're going to have to we're going to have to get we're going to have to get a whole lot more involved in these final days, and we're going to have to expand our receivers. Let's look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. Talking about paydays come. Somebody said, I sure hope it hurries up. (laughs) It's just going to be a little while. That's what the Bible says. Just a little while. Just a little while longer. You take one day at a time. When you get to that day, and you say, yeah, just another day just another day. I'm going to make it today, and then I'll be ready for tomorrow. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. Let no man deceive. You see, that's the word deceive. The devil's trying to deceive the church into thinking it's over. I know preachers, I know believers who think that we're just going to go out with a whisper. That the church is just going to kind of evaporate. And the devil's just taken over, and this is how it's going to be. No, there's going to be a great revival. Don't you dare let the devil lie to you. Don't be deceived. Why do you say that? Because I know God's the greatest farmer that ever lived. He knows how to bring a crop in. And besides that, prophet Joel said, said as much by himself. And so did Peter when he preached. So 2 Thessalonians, let no man deceive you, verse 3. By any means, for that day, the day of the Lord, in other words, shall not come, except there come a falling away first. We're seeing that. There's a falling away, but it doesn't mean that there won't be others to replace the ones that fall away. Yeah, we've seen some people depart from the faith. In fact, Paul said, you know, in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. We're seeing that right now. Those people protesting about abortion, getting so mad. They're beside themselves. They're having a conniption fit. And uh, they, they, they love themselves. They want their convenience. One actress said, you know, it means that we don't have to have a baby See, they want abortion for birth control. They want abortion for convenience. It's no longer safe, legal, and rare. Remember, Hillary Clinton said that. Oh, it's safe, legal, and rare. Well, that was a lie. That's not ever what they believed. Are you with me? (laughs) He said there, there's a falling away. And that man of sin be revealed, that's the Antichrist, the son of perdition. Who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, and he is as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember, you not when I was with you, yet with you, I told you these things. And now you know uh, what withholdeth, or what uh, holdeth, or what restrains, the word hold means to restrain. Uh, You know who restrains until that he might be revealed in his time we're restraining the spirit of antichrist and once we're out of the way he will be revealed so we're not going to see it we're not going to see it for the mystery of iniquity does already work well it was already working two thousand years ago it's working right now but that doesn't mean the antichrist is revealed we don't know who he is i wouldn't be surprised if he's alive somewhere but he hadn't been revealed Only he who now restraineth will restrain until he be taken out of the way. Who's that? The church. Going to be taken out of the way in the rapture. And then that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because, everybody shout because. Let's go because five times. Because, 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 because. Why were they deceived? Why, how could they be deceived? Because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be condemned. Who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So that's why I don't pray for the salvation of just the general public. I th- it, God's will is for er- all men to be saved. It's already a fact. God, Jesus died for the sins of every human being. To, to ask God to save these people is just a vain prayer, it's, it's useless. You want to do that because it makes you feel less guilty or something? In some cases, God has already handed them a spirit of delusion for them to believe a lie. They're already gone. They had their chance, and we don't have any way of knowing. So what should we do? Well, we should make sure that the gospel continues to be preached. We should love the truth. We should, on our side, make sure that our children love the truth. We, on our side, should make sure our relatives know the truth and we speak the truth in love to them. Amen. I'm not being so ugly about, about uh, the sinner. We ought to love the sinner, but as far as trying to pray, I've had people say, oh, we need to pray for Biden that he'll get saved. So I'm not praying for Biden to get saved. He's, had a, he's lived here for 80 years, he claims to be a Catholic. Are you with me now? All right. Hebrews 10, 30. Let's go back to Hebrews 10. Are you getting anything out of this? I'm going to rant, wind this up. I just want you to know paydays come. Let's not get deceived. Let's not get caught up in in, in false obligations, praying for things that that really, I mean, you know, let's, let's, Pray the Ephesians prayers over our nation. Let's cry against wickedness. Let's hate evil. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil and pride and arrogance in every evil work. Amen. Do you suppose the church prayed for Herod? Do you think they wasted any time praying for Herod? There's no record of it. Paul, bar Jesus, was withstanding the deputy uh, to his face and trying to trying to uh, deceive the deputy. He had held that whole region uh from the powers of the occult and when paul saw who that guy was he said you enemy of righteousness you child of the devil will you not cease to pervert the right ways of the lord and now behold you shall be blind not seeing the sun for a season not forever but for a season i mean he pronounced judgment on that guy and they had to lead him away by the hand because why he was opposing the gospel i think we're headed into a time when the church is going to start executing that type of justice and judgment on these people that are opposing what we're doing. Amen? Let's look at Hebrews 10. We were just there. Verse 30, For we know him that said, Vengeance belongs to me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. See, it's not our job to recompense. It's not our job. To get payback on these people, it's God's job. He said, I will repay. I will recompense. Verse 31, then he reminds you, it's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. We are in that place right now. Some of these people that are basically blaspheming God. They're blaspheming. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. So, um, praise God. And of course, you know, we've got to have faith and patience. He said, you know, don't fling away your confidence, which has great recompense, not just a little recompense, great recompense of reward. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews 11, the very next chapter, he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those. Who diligently seek him the devil is working overtime to try to deceive the church into thinking that they're not that everything they've done is for naught no it's not there's value in everything we have done I talked about my frustration a little bit this morning over the many years that God gave me these revelations 20 and 25 years ago and it didn't seem like uh, it looked like anything part of it was true I couldn't see any of it actually Helping anything, but well, you know what the last several years it's starting to it's starting to come together I you know, I, I said this morning. I say tonight. I feel somewhat vindicated Amen Not it's not that that's important, but I mean, you know You've you've got to latch on to what God says and don't let go. Amen It's payday. It's it you know, it's payback for the devil payday for you and I amen so uh, Hebrews 11 We've talked about uh, the, many of the hall of fame of faith. And let's look at verse um, 13. And he's talking about, you know, uh, Noah and Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Jacob and so forth. All the hall of fame of faith. And in verse 13, it says here in Hebrews eleven thirteen, These all died... In faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. So, number one, we've got to see these things afar off. How do we see them? We see them with the eyes of our spirit. I was talking about that this morning. We saw the Supreme Court decisions, we could visibly see those. But underneath that is a power that's boiling up under the surface in the spirit realm. We've got to see it from afar off. It's headed our way. And we get to tap into it. And then number two, he said, having seen them afar off and were persuaded by them. See, what about, what about uh, uh, Abraham? He was, he was seeking a city whose builder and maker was God. Did he ever see it while he was on earth? No, he lived to be 150-some-odd years old. He never did find it. He never really found what he was looking for. Guess what? He he knows about it now. But what did he do? He saw it afar off. He was persuaded by it. So you're going to have to be persuaded by this. And he embraced them and then confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. So look at the, I want you to see the progression. You've got to see it while it's a long way off. It looks a long way off. And then you've got to be persuaded by it. And what that does is it brings it close enough to you where now you can embrace it. And then you can say, I have it. It's mine. Amen. Amen. Everybody say, I've got got payday. It started off being way down the road. But I am thoroughly persuaded. And I'm embracing payday for me right now. And I confess that it's mine. Come on, lift your hands and receive. Paydays come. Amen? (laughs) Be encouraged. I said be encouraged. Hallelujah. We're not allowing ourselves to be deceived. We're not going to go backward. We're going forward. And we're hanging on to our faith. Hallelujah.